What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Comic Book Lair. I'm Kyle. I'm Ray. And I'm Ross. I'm here. And, and it's the three of us. <laughs> all of us host something on the CBL. It's nice to have us all together here. Dude, I'm excited. Yeah, what are we doing today? Anyway, what are we all doing here? Why are we all together? Well, first of all, man, I feel like I haven't seen Ross in forever. No, would you at least tell everybody what we're doing and then we're, say hi to dude, Ross? All right, so we're oh, hanging man, in the lair. I'm, I'm glad we get to see each other, too. And we're <laughs> hanging in the lair tonight, and we are going over our top five comics of 2023. Super stoked to chat about them. And uh, I'm interested, most definitely interested to see what Ross's top five are. I kind of got an idea for Kyle here, but... Um, I'm going to, I don't even know if I can maybe name one on Ross's. We'll see if, we'll see. I don't know. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> I'm nervous. How are you guys doing? Do you guys have good weeks? Ross, go ahead. Yeah, no, um, pretty good week. I got a lot of reading in. I had uh, 20 books I narrowed it down to, and I read uh, probably Ross. 15 of them again, because I had to really figure out, I, it was really tricky to narrow these down. Yeah. yeah. Let, let that, me ask family, this. kids, all the other stuff, you know, yada, yada, yada. Let me ask you both this. And this could just be, uh, I don't like to do the compare thing too much, but compared to the last, I want to do it anyways. Com compared to the last year, like, w was it more like harder for you to figure out your top five? Was it easier? Were there more books this year than last year that, you know, like could have made top five? Like, wh what are your thoughts on that? For me, it was harder. I agree. I was going to say it's, it's, it wasn't a matter of that there were more books. It was just harder because I felt like I read, a, I read a lot last year, but I was able to pick out like, wow, I really loved this story and it blew other stories out of the water. But this mm -hmm. year there was a lot of, of, um, there was a lot of really good re reading. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I feel like I read twice as many books this year as I did last year. So mm. it was a lot harder. I've been like a weirder boat where like, or maybe it's kind of what Ross was saying, but I felt like last year there were, there were clear standouts. And this year I read a lot of good stories, but nothing was like, oh man, this is top five. Like I had to do a little bit more work to like, to understand my top five this year. Nothing was just like, oh, that's clearly, except for my number one, I kind of had a feeling when I was reading it, but I don't know. What about you, Ray? I don't know. Mine is, I think, probably completely different from both of y'all's because I think I read a lot less than I did last year. And so what I read, I was like, oh, I know this is going to be my one of my favorites all year. But um, I don't know. I kind of went through like a weird dip this year where I didn't read a ton. Like, um, yeah, so I didn't read. I definitely didn't read as much as you guys. So it was, I think, a little easier because I had clear like choices of what I was going to. Yeah. Well, you read a lot, but you were reading a lot of older stuff, too. Yeah, that is true. Which, you know, when you're talking best of 2023, throwing in Breakout might be a little hard. <laughs> well, like, I wanted to, like, dude, when I read Friday, like, Friday Volume 2, I loved Friday. But it, like, I think came out at the end of last year. Like, but I don't know. Anyways, yeah. Yeah. there's a lot of good stuff out there. No, I get it. I feel the same way. If you, um, just because you read more doesn't mean it's better quality. But I feel like because I read a lot more Marvel this year than I did last year, it interfered with my, mm -hmm. my, my, my mindset on what I was loving and what I wasn't loving. And they have a lot of uh, ongoing books and a lot of like tie-in books. So there wasn't like an outstanding as much as there was just a lot of conglomeration of books coming together. 
And uh, it, it kind of jumbled my mind. And I will say three out of the five that I picked, I had in mind probably since they came out. Mm. I, since you mentioned Marvel, by the way, this is just off topic. I want to, I think a goal for me next year is I want to <laughs> start reading more Marvel. I think I miss out on a lot because I don't read a ton of Marvel. And well, what do you um, listen, to, listen to what me and Kyle have to talk about today. Maybe, maybe I know be a Marvel here. Yeah, no. so I need I, I need to get caught up on some Marvel stuff, and I know I miss out on a bunch of good stories. So I think next year, a goal of mine is to start reading a little bit more Marvel. So we'll see. That'd be cool. But anyways, what do you what do you think? We should jump right in. Let's do it. Drum roll. Yeah. Something you something me go first. What so Monk you're making, did yesterday. You're making me go super. Uh, you're making me go first. It makes me really nervous. I'm just going to tell you that right now. But um. All right, I'm just going to let it rip. Number five on my list for 2023. Um, it's a person we had on our show earlier this year. It was our first guest, uh, Tyler Crook's book, The Lonesome Hunters, Wolf Child. Um, one of my favorite stories. I have a soft spot for like a solo creator that does it all. Mm -hmm. And like, I think that's super special when someone does that. And not only that, like, um, I just love the story. I love Lupe and Howard. Um, I love the adventure they're going on, their relationship. I love the art is fantastic. And um, it just continues to be a cool world that I love to be in. And uh, so that's uh, that's my number five for uh, 2023. That's a great story, dude. I think Tyler's crushing it, continues doing doing good stuff. Uh, good choice. Yeah, so I, 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 I I'm super stoked to see what's going to happen with them because um ho hopefully the third arc comes out next year and um yeah i can't wait for that one thank you dude that's my five that's number five for me um did have you did you read wolf child or did you stop did. reading it no i did wolf child was actually in my top 20 yeah it's a cool like, book man again, i, I it, enjoy I, it like, Saying top 20 doesn't mean it can't be higher, but it was like yeah. one of the 20 books I picked that yeah. I was like, I really have to narrow down where everything falls. And it makes it like, um, that made it much harder because I was like, you know, every story is so individual. And like yeah. you said, I love that he's a creator, writer, you know. Yeah. All right, Ross, we're going to throw it to you. You're going uh, to me. You're, yeah, you're rolling with uh, the second spot here. Here we go. Okay. Here we so go. Let, here we go. Brace yourselves. Let me first say. <laughs> That the book that I put at number five was also a solo creator, uh, okay. writer, artist. There was one other person who worked on it. It was his wife, and she was the colorist for the book. Mm. And I will start by saying, this is a quote from one of the pages of this book. It says, don't be a fool. You know what I always say, make a plan and plan to ignore it or save time and don't plan at all. Now, that might not be as clueful as half of life is 90 percent their termination and that book is spy superb matt kent matt kent killed it i love this book i've read it so many times and every time i read it i find a different part that i laugh at mm -hmm. the fact that <laughs> he has this like eh, guy who's like thinks he's <laughs> so like uh you know you just don't like my stories it's because they just don't get me and he's this this amazing spy the artwork is awesome i love that it's different i love that it was a three issue book it, it flew by i like that they they had like those breakout points where they talked about the individual characters in it i thought that um 
just really, really interesting names of characters. I thought it was a real funny take on the whole James Bond. It's like James Bond meets uh, Johnny English meets Mr. Mm -hmm. Magoo. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, mm -hmm. and the fact that they named the guy Rochambeau, which was what they used to call rock, paper, scissor. And he literally was so crazy, like a rock, dude. paper, scissor villain. <laughs> that was a great book, man. It, it was so good. And, uh, you know, his team up with the, the spy from, I believe it was China, right? No, but he says, he says, so you're working for China. She's like, huh, how would you make that stereotype? And then she's right. like, well, who do you work for? And she's like, China. So like, well, but I wasn't, I wasn't wrong. <laughs> that was a great book dude the yeah. ending was really cool too and satisfying i hope i kind of hope there's more because he left it open to uh yeah it was like okay now we're gonna be partners and it's like what yeah. you need is the doofiest guy who thinks he's the best yeah it's be narcissistic a failed writer all this stuff but that the, it really drew me in in that first issue where he kills those russians because he like knocks oh him with the gosh, fire extinguisher the and then the guy falls into the, <laughs> the washing machine and the other Watch guy burns it, yeah. his face on the stove Oh my God. I said, I, I die laughing just thinking of that. It's just, it was just that I imagine this as a movie, physical comedy, something you'd see like, uh, you know. Well, the, fu the funniest thing is that, like, he really starts to believe that, he's that a spy. he did it. Like that he well, took out those spies. And, like, and then at the, like he's like, he's like, well, you know, you've been following me this whole time, but how did you know that I didn't want you to be following me? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a great story. Yeah. I just think people forgot about it. It was only three issues, so it was real short, but it was in the middle of the year. And uh, I went back and it was like number eight or nine. But then I read it again today and I'm like, no, this is better than these these other three books. It was cool. really good. I remember you guys talking about it earlier in the year and I really wanted to read. I actually have it in my to read list. So uh, I'll, I'll have to jump into that one soon. That's OK. Now, now you you are up to bat. Dude, uh, really quick before I get into that, did you get to read his other three issue, the hairball one that he did? No, but I know that you like that. It was pretty good too, and I think Monk from Pullbox Files was enjoyed it as well. But for my number five, I'm doing something I haven't done before on the lair, which means I didn't do it last year. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm throwing in a Marvel title, and this is really a kudos and a shout out to our boy Ross here and Marvel Unagi and getting me to dive deep in some of these Marvel reads. But my number five, man, I'm going in with uh, Jed McKay's Avengers, the first arc of that, dude, with the nice. Impossible City and uh, the Ashen Combine just in introducing, like, I think it was like five or six new villains and each one had a, an ability or, or a power that was directly like linked to one of the Avengers at the time. Mm. And the whole entire arc was just wild to me. And I was just so like, how are they getting out of this? Uh, and, I, and every issue I just kept thinking it's getting worse and worse. The impossible city, but you got uh, was Captain America and Black Panther were up there, right? talking to this like uh you know a city i what would how would you like a city that can speak like what's a sentient what a, city sentient thank you and uh <laughs> it was just so cool and the second arc has started off really good ross and i talked about it in the last uh unagi but i love it dude jed mckay and carlos villa on uh doing the art it's uh it's got me hooked dude i loved it i loved it so much See, that's what I mean. I'm missing out on cool stuff oh, like that by dude, not reading so a ton of Marvel. It's so good. Um, right. 
I'm definitely making it a goal next year to read more Marvel stuff. I got to. Yeah. And specifically, the one I really just thought was such a wild pickle was the monster that Thor was up against. It was having everybody in mm-hmm. Rome worship it. And then if you hit one of those people or if you hit the, the monster, it would hurt the people. And I'm like, dude, Thor's not getting out he's of this, man. Yeah, he, he is, is in a pickle. pickle. Um, so I I love it. And I even checked again. I like I'm checking every day. I'm like, did I miss the next issue? That's just how much I've been enjoying it. So kudos to Jed McKay and, and Carlos Villa Villa. I don't know, but uh really, really awesome run. I recommend it to anybody. And I think that you like for me, you know, the, one of the benefits of chatting with with Ross is getting to fill in the stuff I don't know about. Mm, yeah, but yeah. uh with this volume one, I I didn't need to know much. It was just a really cool story and a really cool, um, like a good jumping on point for like yeah. somebody like I could go and read it. You could go in and read that. That first volume is just a really cool oh, standalone yeah. story. They picked right. up uh, Ray. You picked that if the, if it comes out as like a single volume. I don't know if it will, but even if you could just pick up the first six issues on like a Marvel Unlimited, like yeah. if you don't have the space or you don't want to like go out and do that, I'm sure you could probably pick those up at. They're probably on Hoopla. Yeah, yeah, or something yeah. like that. Right at this point. Yeah. Hmm. I'll check it out. For Great sure. story. I freaking love it. So thanks, Ross, for getting me into some Marvel stuff and getting a title in the old top five for hey, me. Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. I didn't expect the Marvel in the, your top five. I know. Me neither, to be honest. That's and pretty cool. I, later on, I'll talk about some honorable mentions that uh, we're, yeah. we're fighting for the top five spot here. So Ross probably has an idea of some of those. But All right, all right. Ray. Number right. four, dude. Number four, coming in hot. Um, actually number this, uh, six issues from boom and actually just finished today. So I got to read this six At issue number today. Four? What yeah. is above this? Um, wild's end. I loved wild's end. It oh, was yeah. so fun. I hear you talking about that. Dude, the characters were so cool. I, I kind of was going to put this lower. I was like in between putting this on down one. Um, but it was just a fun story, man. The characterization of all the characters, um, I loved every single one of them. Yeah, he did such a good job. I think it's uh, Dan Abnett and INJ Colbert, I think was art, but yeah. um like I just loved the characters and it ended in a in a way where I, I it, w- there's got to be more for sure. So, yeah. um dude, the it, ending when what they saw at the end? Yeah, w- oh. blew me away. I, I did was not, not see that no, I did not expect the ending like that either. I won't really say anything since it literally just came out today, but um, it was just awesome. Um, I loved it. I don't know the the character work was yes. what set it apart. It like perfect. it was this. It was so funny because it just there's a huge alien invasion, but there's like this quiet. I think I read somebody say it and I thought it was right. Quiet confidence in the storytelling because it's so character driven. Uh, that you get attached to all of them. And I think you've talked about it every time we've talked about this story is just the dialogue and the dialect oh, and how you feel like, it. yeah. And, uh, I texted you some today that it, <laughs> yes, it, it, dude, like Tom, the, the, the character we find in the last two issues, he's just fantastic. Yeah. And, uh, again, I can't say enough about their dialogue and their interaction between each other. It was, it was just, a, it was just a great story. It was, it was cool. So that's, yeah. uh, that's number four. I love it, dude. It, it could have been up a little more. Like it, it was kind of hard. I'm not saying it had to be. I'm just surprised yeah. because I knew you loved it. So now I'm super curious what you put above it. Yeah, yeah I, I, mean, did, I, I liked tra- it like, a lot. Listening to listening to you guys talk, I mean, you've talked about this. Like you've talked about that. You've talked up that book so much. 
Yeah, yeah, and like every time it was coming out, I was super stoked. Like I was yeah. always happy to read. It's like super stoked to read it. So, bro, what can I just ask really quick though? I know it just ah, I can't ask. I don't want to spoil it. For, can I ask you a spoilerly question? No, I can't. Me? Never mind. Yeah, I have a question about the end, but I'll, just let it rip. When uh, when they see the people again at the end, yeah, are they still mind wiped? I don't know. Cause, cause, um, the badger dude, Roddy, Ro- he, his girlfriend didn't recognize him. No, or none of them did. And they kind of were, they even said though, they're like, well, maybe it's going to take a couple days like to get them back to normal. So yeah. you, you don't know because there's, they're not like out there working and doing stuff like they were. They're just right. kind of like lethargic sitting and sitting right. there. Yeah. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I loved it, dude. Good choice. So, so it was cool. Ross, number four, yeah. my friend. Well, number four for <laughs> he me. Takes a breath. Um, <laughs> um, okay, so I'll go back to my saying a little quick quip for this, and it is maybe now hope will grow, maybe it won't, but I'm thankful it has the chance that I have the chance. I'm just plain thankful, and that was the way this book ended. And I hope it doesn't ruin it for anybody, but it's Trojan. By AWA, done by Daniel Krauss. Lacey was the artist. Marco Lesko is the color. Sal Cipriano and Jeff Deckel does all the covers for him. And that drew me in initially. Deckel's covers are my favorite right now. Like, I love Frank Cho and I love Raza and I love Scotty Young and all these things. But Deckel's covers are just so good. And this was a... (laughs) There's, like, so much that this story brought. And I remember when I, I brought it up to... I might have brought it up to you guys. I brought it up to Pullbox Pals. I know Mad read it. And uh, I remember him talking about it on one of their episodes where he was just like, there's just, there's a lot in this. And I was going to put it higher, but um, the ending kind of wraps up real quick. And uh, you've got these these uh, mythical creatures, uh, ogres and um, fairies and like people like, that are um, not people, uh, mythical creatures that are living amongst humans. And uh, basically they, humans are worshiping them, not as a, like a deity or a God. They're worshiping them as like, wow, you're such an amazing creature. Like you're looking at something as a beauty. And there were people in the world who just couldn't deal with the fact that they were ugly compared to them. So they form these kinds of um, factions, groups, um, like where they would just d- try to put them down to make themselves feel better. And in uh, t- today's world, that's kind of what a lot, I find a lot, a lot of people do. And it kind of played on that, but in a mythical way of, uh, you know, don't put people down just because they're, they, they might not believe the things you believe or because they're not the same as you because they look different. And uh, the one main uh, fairy um, is actually a fury and, fury is like a nightmare to deal with and they come in threes and um it's it's a really cool story i don't want to give away more than that i really want people to go read this it's it's such a cool book about like it's got mythology in it it's got um you know what being different feels like and how the world can change if you, you let it and how sometimes you think that the people that you think you're dealing with aren't the people you think you're dealing with if that makes Mm. sense like where it's like they're really not who they say they are. Hmm. 
Uh, but just just amazing artwork, writing. It's four issues. It's quick. It's just so good. But it came out earlier in this year. And I think most people didn't read it because it's AWA. That your, your shop might not have gotten it. Mm-hmm. But this is the third year in a row that an AWA book, the first book, by the way, was Dark Horse. This is AWA. This is the uh, third year in a row an AWA book for me has made a uh, top five. Very right. nice. I have a question. Ask are you what? guys really are you guys really who you say you are or should I be concerned? Listen, I don't know at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I remember I think you I, were telling me about that earlier on in the Have, year. have you seen my shirt? My shirt says, "Oh my god, it's R2D2." <laughs> I, I loved him in Star Trek. <laughs> and it's a dog. <laughs> right on. Well, for my number 4, it is one that has been mentioned already. Oh, uh, man. But my number four was Lonesome Hunter's Wolf Child uh, by go. Tyler Crook. And I agree with, with Ray that, uh, that Tyler is crushing it. And Lupe and Howard's relationship uh, just continued to grow. And it, it had new, you know, bits to it. And um, they're up against the wall, man. And their time's running out at the end of this volume. And so the wolf boy tells them that, you know, they've got to run they now if go. they have any yeah. hope. So, um I loved it. I I love it for for Lupe and Howard and everything else is great, but uh, the ending to this volume was completely wild, and uh, I just really like it, man. And I'm excited and hope that there's more. Um, I I just I, I need it in the library edition though because I love Tyler's art so much. So, oh yeah, yeah. I'm always looking at like his YouTube channel and what he's drawing and like stuff he has for sale. And I'm just like, dude, this art is so cool. Yeah. I loved that when he came on and he was talking about how he had to create that style. Like he came on your show and he was like, you know, you, you asked him like, you know, is this something you developed for these books? And it was like, you know, at one point he just, it just clicked is what yeah. I think I remember him saying. Like yeah. It was just like, he could draw other things, but this style just seemed to work for the story he was writing. And I, I love that, that, you, you know, a lot of people overcomplicate things and you don't always have to be a realist. You don't have to draw people to look like, you know, <laughs> Picasso. Picasso wanted somebody yeah. to be looking forward and sideways at the same time. So he created a way that you could see in two directions at once. And I kind of feel like what Tyler does with these books is he creates this these characters and the way that they look, and it gives you this feel that doesn't, mm. you know. Yeah, I'm gonna let him know that you compared him to Picasso. Sounds good. Oh, <laughs> 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 um, anyway, I love the story. Can't wait for more. Ross, number four, number no, no, where are we at now? We're back to Ray, number yeah, three. We're back, back to, back me. to number four. Okay, I'll, I'll do them four again. <laughs> yeah, could you tell us your four again, please? I forgot. All right, so coming in at number three, and um, this one um, I d- didn't read initially right away. I wanted to pick it up. I waited. I th- a bunch of people read it. I think I came on in issue two or three. Uh, it's an image book. Local Man. Local Man. I loved Local Man. Tim Seeley, Tony. How do you say Tony's last name? Fleece? Fleeks. Flex. Flex. Yeah, there you go. Just Crossjack in general, man. I love Crossjack and the dude, the town. Um, I like, I think Mad mentioned it. It made his, I think it was pretty high on Mad's list as well, but he, you know, the it it's two sided, like you can, number was it number one? one? 
Yeah. Like, you know, you you read the front half, flip it around, you read an older story when Crosscheck was in third gen. And it was just super, super cool, really well done. Um, I just picked up, I think issue seven came out today. So I'm super stoked to jump into that issue in the second arc. But um, it was just fun, man. And watching him come back to it, you know, he gets kicked out of third gen. He's coming back to this town. Where everybody just hates him, man. Hates him, dude. Like, he's trying to do good. And then, like, all these people start dying around him. And so he's, like, trying to, you know, be a detective and figure it out. But he's not allowed to use his superpowers. And, like, I don't know. I just thought it was red. And then Camel Crusader rolls in. And, like, I thought that whole bit was hilarious with him. And, like his fight scene with camo crusader like i don't know i just really really liked it and it kind of snuck in there on me like i didn't like i said i didn't pick it up right away and then i think i think i was talking to you about it kyle and you were just you loved issue one and i was like all right this sounds kind of neat i'm gonna check it out and man i just i loved it so that uh that's my number three so good dude it was i i picked it up after you guys both read it but i've picked up the trade oh right on did you you read it yeah, I read I read the trade and I have six and seven. Six and seven are the start of the new arc, but I didn't pick up the gold book. Oh, mm. gold was cool. You should right, check like, it out. I don't know if that has anything to do with the story because I'm I've only read the trade. It fills I, in some of the back matter of okay. his I'll pick it up before I read six and seven. Like I have six yeah. and seven, like and I haven't read them yet because yeah. I've been like holding back on should I read that first? I figured like I'll talk to you guys. I wasn't sure if anyone was gonna have it on their list. Because <laughs> yeah. it, it was a good book. I, I enjoyed it. I'm I'm glad yeah. that I picked it up. But anyway, I, um, I'll, I'll get to my number three. Uh, before our descent into this world, Thoth taught me some of the old magics, blood magics. He knew of moon phases, and when the veil between this world and the next was thin enough to pierce, that phase will occur tonight. This book I had been wanting to read for four months. I've had mm. every issue but I have not been able to pick it up because there was an, a problem with the shipping. Every issue two was ruined. You couldn't find really? it on eBay. You couldn't fallen? find it from their website. And that is Fallen. Nice. Mm. Fallen was so good. I mean, we're talking, I, 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 it's a detective story dealing with Norse gods and Greek gods and Nile gods and all of this mythology but it's all wrapped into this who murdered Zeus mm. and Zeus's personal chauffeur. I forget what they call him a ward. They call him a ward. Um, the gods are uh, the gods give immort- immortality to a human and they become the gods ward, but they're not really gods, even though they're immortal. And this guy, Casper Clay is the ward for Zeus and Zeus gets murdered and all these gods can't believe that he wasn't there. Like, what was he doing? Why wasn't he there when Zeus got murdered? And it turns into this whole detective story, you know, Black Dahlia style, you know, the, the Chinatown style, James Bond, lots of lots of gods and things. And if you don't know who they all are, that's fine. Honestly, after I read this, I went and I looked up who all the gods that were in this were, and it made me like it even more. Issue two came out two weeks ago. So I've re- it didn't come out. It came out four months ago, but issue mm-hmm. two finally was reprinted and came to my LCS two weeks ago. And I pushed through this and I've read this twice in two weeks. 
It is so good. The artwork is amazing. Um, Matt Ringel does the writing. He's awesome. And Henry uh, Ponciano, he uh, he does the art. It's it's as good art as you can imagine. It's it's like it's the paneling, everything. Um, they have the the little previously, like at the beginning of everything, like Monk always talks about. He's like, why can't they just put previously at the beginning of everything? <laughs> so you kind of know what, so if you can't remember, cause it's a month yeah, later, I said, yeah. yes, I a hundred percent agree. It does all of those things. It's, um, it's six issues. It's, it's, it's really good. I, I would recommend it to anyone. It kind of reminds me of how Alice ever after last year was that book that like, after reading it a couple of times, I was like, man, this is really, really good. Um, Matt Ringel really writes a great story here. And the ending, the way that it kind of like wraps up is kind of like also a mystery. Um, a la, maybe not exactly a fourth man, but it kind of ends in like this. Hmm. Like, I almost feel like I want to know like what happens to the world at the end of this. Yeah. Like they they kind of, they, they wrap it up, but I, I kind of still want to know. Yeah. Did you say is that Red Five? Yeah, Red, it's five. A Red Five. I was, just, book, I was so. just looking it up. Yeah, yeah. Red Five. Red Five has put out some decent books. Like they did, um, uh, seventy eight miles an hour, which I really liked. They did Lead City, which I really liked. Um, Dude, the covers of this look so cool. The covers are awesome. It, like the art is. He's just. He's just. A, I don't know. I've, I haven't seen anything else he's done. I mean, maybe. Maybe. I mean, I follow him on Facebook on uh, Instagram. I think he follows me too now. <laughs> But um, but I, like I just I just I loved it. It, it. it was so good. I'm gonna have to check this out because I love detective stories. It's detective mi- mixed with mythology of like Norse gods, like Zeus and Thor and Loki. Like they they have like yeah. a Loki in it. They have a Hades in it. They have like all these like Athena, Apollo. They have like every like basically what happens is these gods were thrown down to earth through this like ether. And they're they're put on Earth in like a mortal form, but they're still immortal, kind of. Hmm. And uh, and they're in this like realm between the realms. The cover for issue three is so rad. The dude with the sword. Yeah. Issue four, I love too, and and I mean they're all good. Yeah, very cool. I'll have to check this one out. I've been waiting to read this because issue two, there was a problem where yeah, it yeah. had no one similar got to um. Kill, kill your darlings recently like i i really enjoyed it but issue three had like a printing error so like a lot of shops didn't get it so now i'm like i'm gonna have to wait for that to be reprinted hopefully they don't print the rest of the issues mm-hmm. before that one because that's what happened with this they printed all the issues and then we f- i finally got issue two had i not gotten this before this this wouldn't have been on here because i wouldn't have read it yeah how did they not go back and just reprint issue two and they just kept printing three through six it's well, it already had been printed, probably. Um, I, no, yeah. it didn't. It wasn't a printing issue. It was a shipping issue. They all got damaged in shipping. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. And it's, okay. and it's Red that Five. Red Five. Sense. Red Five is such a small distributor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're not like they're not. I can't imagine more. them going through a panic attack. Yeah, they're just they're, they're to, not. Yeah. They're not Marvel. They're not DC. Yeah. They're not even yeah. Image. Like where they're going to be like, oh yeah, we can just reprint this, and it's you know a couple thousand bucks, and we're, yeah, you know, fire up the printer you know. real quick. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. Well, my number three is a shout out to our old comic book dad here who picked up the first issue. I would not have picked it up if it weren't for you, buddy. Which and one? 
I'm going with Wild Zen for number three. Oh, I dude. loved it. I loved uh, <laughs> the. An- I, I love anything that's anthropomorphic, and yeah, they yep. nailed every single character fit. Tom was my favorite character, and uh, I loved him. I wish he was in there more. Two issues wasn't enough of Tom for me. I know, and uh, I, I can't say much because, like you said, it came out today uh, as we're recording this. But um, I loved it, dude. It was it was just so character driven. And like I said, it it was so it was such a weird blend of like this quiet. I don't know, maybe if it was just because it was set in England and they yeah. just handle things differently. But it's like, dude, there's an alien invasion and it's just like this and ev- all their friends are gone and they're just kind of like calm collected talking to each other, figuring out the plan, being hilarious. Yeah. Um, and I just loved everything about it. The artwork was killer. Uh, but, but mainly I just loved every single character, like not one dude. Yeah. I knew when I first, when I read issue one, I knew you were going to love it. I was like, this is one Kyle. It's right down your alley. Um, I knew, I knew you. Yeah. And I was really convinced that, uh, what was her name? Beatrice or something. I think they called her Miss Pie or something like that. Yeah. I was convinced that she was going to, something was shady. I don't know. I think she is shady still. (laughs) <laughs> I don't so know. I love it, man. And I love our old captain, dude. He is just the best, man. Dude, did you? Th- uh, I don't know if I want to spoil. Uh, I got to ask you. Did uh, you think he died in the beginning of this issue? When the light tower? When? Because they. I thought he was. I thought they both. And then all yep. of a sudden he's out. But yeah, 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 yeah. All right. I was like, oh man. I was about to be so upset, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but it man, makes I, me I gotta read this, you guys. It's it fun. Makes me- it makes me wonder if at the end of this one, there's there's clearly setting the stage for more story. I, I have to go back and read the other volumes because I'm sure yep. it's the same characters in the same world, probably, right? I don't know. I'm not 100% sure how it is. I know it's the same world, I believe, but uh, for sure, 100% go back and read the other stories based yeah. in this world. Um, yeah. I already have them on my read list, and I just got to dive into them. It just was so different. I, I like the way you're ha- they handled an alien invasion. Uh, it was just unique. So, and yeah. the aliens were lampposts, which was also unique. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I loved yeah. it. Cool story, uh, man. Yeah, it was great. Let's hear your two, buddy. Dude, two, one and two were so hard for me to figure out. Like they were just going back and forth. Like I think I'm just gonna say I have two number ones. Uh, that's not allowed though. So I, let me, um, <laughs> I told you it was going to be a game time decision. Yeah, you did. Um, it's game time, baby. It's game time. Um, I think, I think my number two, and I will say this, it doesn't finish until like the very beginning of next year. It's a book, another image book. Um, Chris Condon, Jacob Phillips, Infill Gang Massacre in the Texas Blood uh, universe. Um, man, I love Western stories. I love these two, this combo. Um, I love that whole universe that they've built around that Texas Blood. And uh, it's just fantastic. Um, like uh. the artwork is so fun. Um, I, I love the story. I love how it's printed. Matt uh, Mad said the same thing on, on his show uh, this week, just how they print it on the newspaper print. It gives you a different experience when you're reading it. They have all these like newspaper articles that they write that they're uh, in the back of the book that you can read that goes, you know, in with the story. 
it, it's just fantastic. The shootout scenes are really rad. The characters, you know, I think it's set like a hundred and like fifty years before um, that Texas Bud Store takes place. So um, I just love it. I, I just really want to be there. I love cowboy stuff in general, and it's just um, it, it's such a cool book. Um, and, and so they uh, they're doing fantastic. I can't wait to see how it ends. It, it's like a mystery. Like, is there going to be any supernatural stuff kind of that goes down in the last couple, you know, issues? Um, I don't know. What do you like? I don't know, man. It's a great story. I will say if I had been picking it up physically, it might have made my list because you sent me number two and it is its own thing. Like, It's cool, huh? It even has a different smell. Yeah, it's like a different experience when you read it. I don't know what it is. It's just really neat how they print it on that. is Is it? I think it's, um, there's two more left. There's one that comes out, um, uh, like in the next week or so. And then there's I one I'm gonna wait for the trade. Then yeah. I wonder if the trade will be like that though. Cause oh, I, I, yeah. I really like that what you guys are saying. Cause there are books that literally like, I mean, spy superb had remember the, um, the trader Joe's packaging on the outside. Yeah, like, yeah. like, like, so I said, so I like, I like when they do these like kitschy things where yeah. it kind of makes you feel like you're part of this like ridiculous world. But, um, no, that's that. I, between Wild's End and that, those are two books. But like that, now that I've heard you guys and Pullbox Pals talk about, like I, I think when the trades come out, I really yeah, pick think it I up. Want to get it, it's cool. Um, and there's just I, I hope too. Like it makes me just want another arc of that Texas blood, like another Ambrose County. We got to get Joe Bob, Sheriff Joe Bob. Like I just want to be back there again. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully, I don't know if I, like another like Christmas special would be so rad or something. I don't know, but I just want to be back in it. And um, so yeah, that's that's my number two. Good choice. All right, Ross. But down to me, I will uh, tell you this right now. This is my one Marvel book that made my top five. I'm going to give you another quote from the book. I am a living ark carrying my people's future in every cell of my being. You cannot fathom the weight that I bear. And this was Silver Surfer Ghostlight. I have loved this book since it came out. John Jennings uh, wrote this story so amazingly. The art, um, I don't know the artist's name. I'm looking to see if I could find it. It's valentine delandro um but it is it is as good as as good of writing as i can imagine it's it's this family homey story that um takes place back in the late 70s early 80s the silver surfer story that uh was the original silver surfer story from like the late 60s to whenever whenever it was it was like 15 16 issues and uh this was the first this takes this talks about the guy who first befriended the silver surfer as a human um after the fantastic four and uh it's just a a wild story really cool it's about like family it's about trying to find a home for your people it's about uh, uh you know a corporation trying to uh take over with war um it's just it's just awesome and the art is so different like i know how you guys like tyler crook and i know how you like like a lot of these uh like the jeff lemire stuff and these these interesting artists and i know kyle read it and i said this is just one of those the art is just different it's just not like your marvel art where you're just like yeah it kind of looks semi-real no it doesn't 
it has this unique feel to it that at first you're kind of like, do I like this? And you're like, mm-hmm. you know, you're reading it and you just kind of get into it. Um, I liked that it used um, non-normal uh, villains. It used the stranger. It used aim. It was the Silver Surfer and a and a uh, like I said a character that he happened to have met in one of his issues back in the, the late sixties seventies, and it takes place like after that, so it takes place in like the seventies eighties, so it kind of fills in this blank where it's just its own world, and it was just amazing. I, I, I can't. I don't even know what more to say. I'm saying if you want to pick up a Marvel book and you want to read something that you feel like you like indie and you can't stand all this superhero stuff where it's just superhero-y, it has great morals. It has a great ending. It really uh, has good character development, uh, the writing, the art. It's it's just it's almost as perfect of a Marvel miniseries as I've ever read. It's really good. And this is Silver Surfer. What was it called? Silver Surfer Ghost Light. Ghost Light. All right. See, I'm yeah. missing out on Marvel stuff. I'm, I'm just telling you, Ray, if you want to, if you want to read some Marvel, if you pick this up, you, there's a couple books that I could give honorable mentions to, but I'm saying if you want to pick something up that's like, don't imagine it being like you like Local Man. Like, don't imagine yeah. it being uh, a Marvel book. Imagine it being um, like a, a cosmic being outer space alien kind of book with uh, entangled worlds trying to uh, bring families together. I loved it too. I'm going to have to check it out. It was good. All right. that's, all, that's all I have to say, but I don't want to ruin anything because I really yeah, feel like yeah. as a book, my number one book will probably be like, yeah, I can ruin a little bit of it, but this, I, I don't want to ruin. I feel like this, this, this would bring people into Marvel being like, wait a second, there are these, these, these stories that are not just like it's it's not just your typical spider-man x-men like books where it's like everybody just reads it or even like dc where it's like batman superman like everyone associates them as books that you're just gonna you're gonna read and it's just like yeah it's batman yeah it's superman (laughs) it's an x-men oh it's spider-man spider-man's back in new york slinging webs you know (laughs) (laughs) well for my number two again mentioned but I loved it. And I'm going local man for my second spot. Let's go. I, I loved it. I love the nostalgia of it. I love the back half of these filling in the earlier stories. And it's like nostalgia with the twist, like a modern twist. Like you got a superhero with like an existential crisis living in a town that hates him, like Ray said. And uh, the storytelling is just really well done. Um I'm so curious to where it's going with with his his. <laughs> I know I haven't read. Yeah, I haven't read seven yet. I'm super stoked and, to read uh, it. It's just really, really well done. And again, it kind of like it just felt so different to me. And the ones that are kind of on my list this year were ones that kind of like just hit me hit me different. I wasn't expecting them expecting it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, local man just felt like that from the very beginning. And. uh I, I just I laugh so hard every oh, time dude. the town people interact with this guy, dude. Like especially the Uber driver. <laughs> I mean, they could they don't they can't put him in there enough. And remember, I think it was the scene. It's the new arc, Ray. But remember when he's in that diner and everybody says it to him, like it, right when they yeah, hundred percent. <laughs> I was just about to say that. I know it's the new arc too, but dude, it's so funny. He's like there to help, and like mm-hmm. they, they're just they just hate him. They hate him, dude. It's so funny. 
It's really, really, really well done. And it is a book for people who, if they're like at all interested in a superhero story, but maybe a little bored by the current slate, uh, I would hand out to everybody. Like I could think of just a million people I would give local man to who uh, would love it, dude. It's so good. Very cool. Like it. We're doing number ones. We're doing number one, dude. All right. I got to say this right off the bat. Thank you for the drum roll. Um, There is another issue that comes out, I think, next week. And then the very last issue is in the beginning of the year, like the first week of the year. But I, ever since it came out, and I picked this one up off a whim when I was at my local shop because I seen the covers and I was like, this looks like a rad story. I'm going to check this one out. It's from, uh, it's IDW book, The Hunger and the Dusk by G. Willow Wilson, uh, Christian Wild Goose. Man. So good. The artwork is fantastic. The the environment, like the world that they created, I could see this being like, uh, I don't want to say it like to go on as long as like Saga, but I could see it being like something I could live in for so long and they can do so much with it. Like you have, you know, these humans and these orcs, they hate each other, but they have to create this alliance because there's this other like ancient um, they're, they're called the Vangel. They're, they're like coming out of nowhere to, to just take everybody out. So they're teaming up basically. And the orcs are like, they marry off one of their daughters to this dude who leads this group of like misfit humans almost that, and it's just fantastic. So you see their relationship. They, they like have to come together to, to survive because both races are going to get wiped out by the Vangel. Mm-hmm. And I could just see him going so like, like, I just can't imagine like, what if they get rid of the Vangle? Are they going to go back to hating each other? Yeah. But now they're like married to each other, you know? So they like, what are they going to do? So there's just so much they can do with it. And like the artwork, the world building, the characters are all rad because you get a little bit of a glimpse of like, uh, Callum Battlechild is the guy who leads the, the, um, the humans. And like, as, this outcast orc like she feels out of place but they welcome her anyways and um it's just really cool to see their relationships even though they over you know like their past they just hated each other and um i i loved it i I love it every i just can't wait to finish it um it's fantastic i think idw was my number one book last year too right Hmm. yeah because ninja turtles yeah and so pretty neat. Um, IDW's putting IDW's out a lot of cool stuff lately. Stuff. Yeah. And um, so that was my number one, man. It, it was, um, I love it. I, I just, I can be in this world for a long, long time. I want to check that out. That sounds like a good book. It's fun. Yeah, man. When, when, one of the uh, ones I look forward to the most every. How, how many issues is, is it out so far? Um, four, I believe. And how many is it? Check. Six? Yeah. Okay. So it's I mean, amazing. Again, you know, again, the problem is, is like I, I, when you're so, when you're a few issues behind and you like to go pick up all the singles, yeah. I think about the fact that like, would I want to get, just wait for the trade or are they even going to make a trade? Like some of these like independents, they don't even make trades. I know. Yeah. Like, so that's the hard part. Like I wait for trades. Like I hear you guys talk about something. I'm like, I'll wait for the trade. And then the trade never happens because, you know, for them to make the trade, it has to have done X right, dollars yeah. for them to think about that. And, you know, 
but that's a cool book. That sounds like yeah, a cool you, I think you like it. Uh, I think the trade it's showing it'll come out like in the beginning of summer. So um, you get okay, a little so, bit to wait, but it, it's a definitely. I can go to previews and put it on my thing and yeah, you know, have yeah, my LCS just pick it up. Yeah. So cool. Check it out. That's it. I loved it. Good choice, dude. And this was, like I said, I, I seen it just on the shelf and I was like, I want to check this one out. And it ended up just crushing it for me. So. Anyways, Ross, I'm interested yeah, to dude. see what number one is for you. Okay, okay, here we go. And you said it's going to be a different publisher each time, so I'm nervous. Uh, so so far, so far, I've done. You got a Red Five, AWA, Dark Horse, Marvel, and Marvel. Dark Horse. This got to be an image. Okay. Or well, listen, 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 listen to this and see if I okay. mean you guys probably won't guess this, but they say that mathematics is the language of the universe, the celestial lattice that holds our reality together, and this boy. He understands it in a way that no one I have ever encountered before does. He's thinking, executing at the level of an MIT professor. The book. What is it? I an image I book. I think I know. Indigo Children. Nice. I don't know if you guys picked up it or read it did. Or, or did, but um, Kurt Pyers, man, that guy knows how to write a story. He almost had two books in my top 10. Um, it's only Teenage Wasteland. He also wrote this mm. year, but it was four issues and and I wanted more. <laughs> I was like, yeah. this can't end this way. And then he also wrote Youth. Youth is amazing, but Youth is older. Um, this, this this story is just like, it's so perfect. Rockwell White and his art and, um, you know, the cover I'm staring at in front of me is the uh, the Tyler Boss cover. And I love anything Tyler Boss puts out. You know, you take a story where Mars has failed as a society because they're, they were so advanced, but they didn't see that the planet was going to be decimated. So these, like, we'll say elders, but they're just like the beings that ruled the planet said, we can't let this happen to Earth. And they come to Earth, but one of the five of them says i'm not going to abandon my people you're this is ridiculous why are we leaving mars we should try to prevent this and the other four who run the planet who run mars are like it mars is done what we need to do is try to prevent this from happening on earth too and um they get reborn as kids on earth and as they get reborn as kids on earth um they're 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 suddenly figured out that they have these special abilities um, and they're put, they're put through these rigorous trainings and kind of like mind, what mind wiping, mind washing things to not remember who they really are and why they were sent to earth. And this story takes place as a journalist is trying to find mm -hmm. them all and bring them all together. And as he does, um, I can give away the end to this point. It says to be continued. So I read this and I'm just like, man, and it like ends on such a cliffhanger that I'm like, when is there going to be more? So I've gone to previews. I've gone to things. I'm like, there's no sign. They don't, they don't show anything that there's mm. going to be more, but I want more because it ended on such a like, no, this can't, this can't be how it ended. So yeah. what I remember when I first read this was, I I had to take a step back. This was too intense. This was too much. Like it was so good, but, but like, okay, I can't have a book end like that, but I I've reread it 
and I reread it again and I'm just like, it's, it's so good. There's, there's nothing wrong with it. The writing is amazing. The art is amazing. The paneling is amazing. It's got humor. It's got violence. It's got mystery. It's got the detective aspect, the espionage. Um, it's just got the fear of people who don't know what other people have. If you haven't guessed the theme of what I really like, I like when uh, books really try to put you in these uncomfortable positions of, you know, not everybody's the same. And uh, sometimes you have to think different. And uh, th- this book just did it for me. And uh, I, 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 I read really through issue three and I've loved it. I haven't been able to keep up with it yet, but I, no, I think you, it was, if you I read, think, if you read one through six, like just straight through, yeah. you can get, you can get through one through six in an hour. Yeah. I'm going to say an hour and a half. Depends on how fast you read, but I'm saying like but, you, you could get through it. One of the things I loved is all of their powers. Like, uh, I think it's the second dude, the first guy that our main guy kind of frees his power of like blueprinting the world and being able to like build whatever he wants. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The the first, yeah, yeah, he he can like, and he can building blocks things. That's so wild, dude. When they're freeing the girl, I think he's using that all to get out of there. And I'm like, oh my goodness, the artwork was amazing. So uh, definitely, that was, I loved it too, through three, but I haven't got to to keep up with it. So I I have to, for sure now. But but I'm telling you, him, uh, Kurt Pyers and Rockwell White, they work really well together. Um, And Hassan... Asmain Allahu does the lettering and yeah. you know when he's on lettering that's yeah, yeah, point. Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. he's a, he's in like all the good books I like as the letterer it's like uh but I'm but I'm telling you it's 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 just so good it's only teenage wasteland started so cool and then I could not get into the ending but but it was only four issues it needed I to know. be more and that's yeah. the problem. that's why it didn't make that's why it didn't make it yeah yeah like, yeah like, but, but it was a Kurt Pyers book like before this. So it was like youth. And I've told you guys this youth is yeah, one yeah. of these wild books. It has, um, I think it has three volumes and I've only read volume one and, um, it's wild. Like it's all his writing is just this, like it's his writing is different than any other writing I've, I'm reading. Like it's not, it's not a, um, it's not a knock on, on other writers. It's just like, it's just different. It's just, you you can read it and walk through it and you don't even realize that you've read a whole book. Mm. Like you just, you get through the book and it's over. But the problem with it is because he gives like so much leeway in the books, if you don't read them all as like a trade or in, in a line, like when I read these in a line, it was the same thing with Rosenberg and Boss with What's the Furthest Place from Here. When I read them all individually last year, it wasn't as good as when I got the trade and I read one through seven as like a solid unit. And I was just like, man, Rosenberg knows how to write and boss knows how to draw. Like it was just, it went, it made so much more sense reading it as seven issues. Same thing with this, reading it as six issues straight. Right on, dude. Anyway, well, I've got I talk, one I sitting at my, I've got one sitting <laughs> at my top spot that, that might surprise both of you. Uh, definitely, probably a lot of listeners. Has it been well, mis- mentioned yet? It has not been mentioned yet. Okay. <laughs> um, I know, I know Ross has read it. I, I don't think Ray, you have read it. Um, but I'm going with Click Click Boom for my number one of the year, dude. 
I was just blown away by this. And shout out to our friend, uh, secondhand primate Jason. Uh, this it was just so different to me, and the artwork was amazing. The story was amazing, but Sprout, who was kind of raised by her grandfather, who was like a doomsday prepper, and uh, just wearing his military like briefs like all the time. Briefs is that what you call them? Like your shirts and stuff. I don't mean his underwear. I just mean his like normal clothing, like his BDUs but, uh, or something. Yeah, and uh, he's murdered, and so she's on a revenge mission to to uh, get back the people who took him out, and she meets this podcaster who's trying to put together the crimes in the city named Serena, and they become become friends in the most unlikely of ways, but it's just wild because Sprout's mute, and the only way she communicates is with Polaroids, and it just made for one of the most wild stories, the artwork, the paneling, uh, five issue series that 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 never slowed down that had a really uh, r- like an ending that wrapped up everything really well and um, I don't know for me it was my number one this year it just stuck out it hit different the story was so unique the artwork was great uh, and action packed with the with the heart in it you know and it was just such a wild fun time. I remember when every single one of those issues were coming out and how stoked you were to chat oh, about them. Man, we I, I, read, I read it because of it, because of him being so stoked on yeah, it. And so I, stoked. I did. I'll tell you this. I loved it. It was in my top. It, it's it's an honorable mention. Yeah, yeah. I just want to give a shout out because I, I was forgetting to do this uh, as I went down, even though I wrote it all out. Uh but this is uh, by Doug Wagner and Douglas Dabs on art with Matt Wilson doing the color. And uh, if you haven't read this and you're looking for something fun, pick it up. The trade's coming out January 3rd. So uh, get it, read it. Let me know how much you love it because I'm sure you will. All right. Good list, gentlemen. I, I love it, dude. I agree with you 100%. It was a great book. So it, it didn't make the top five, but it was it was in the top 10. It just was so different for me. And it was yeah. like so clever and uh, Sprout and her, her and Serena, like what a wild pairing. And the bad guys were, were you know, I don't know. And the, the scenes, do you remember the scene in the dark when she's taking out that guy and the paneling there and she's throwing uh, needles at him? Yeah. And he keeps coming and keeps coming, but they're like, tr- like tranquilizers practically. And I don't know, dude, it was amazing. I loved it so much. I loved her predictability that she was like, she knew she's like, it, it was like the, the podcaster. Um, she was like, how do you know? How do you know to stand right here? She would yeah, just throw yeah. like an X on the I floor know. and it's like, you moved. Like, why did you move? Like, I'm telling oh. you, these are how she's like, I, I can predict this because her uh, adopted father was was like a Vietnam vet or a Korean mm-hmm. war vet. I don't remember if they actually talk about what war he was in, but I totally get that. And it was like, he's like, listen, you can predict people's patterns basically. Like, yeah. and she was, that's what she was. She was able to and figure out. And the one out. time she didn't listen. Right. And then exactly. that's she a wild the twist. Oh right. my gosh. I just yeah. thought it was so yeah. well done. So, uh, that was my, that was my number one. Love nice, it. Dude. Both of you guys had great lists. I want to check out a lot of these books. Yeah, I'd love to know some honorable mentions, though, um, if anybody wants to throw some out. Yeah, I'll go. I just have a few. um, Dude, you know me. I love Batman. And the Batman One Bad Day, and you got me the the hardcover, like, slipcase collected edition. I just love them. Clayface? 
<laughs> Play face. No, but so here's the thing though. I, I mentioned it because there are a ton of various like creators came together to do all these. And um besides I didn't like Clayface that much. I'll be straight honest. As much as we talk about Clayface on here, Clayface was like the least the, the bottom of the barrel on that one. But all the other ones, man, they're so good. The penguin one, um, Riddler, uh, Razagul um mr freeze like man i just <laughs> loved them um they were just fun the artwork's fantastic i love batman and um so those were super fun books to get into um newburn from chips zadarsky he's like one of my favorite mm. writers oh I, dude i'm surprised yeah i love there's just, I, there's a lot left in newburn i think there's a yeah. um, but it's one of my favorites it yeah. newburn is so it, it's it, his i don't know i love that world that character is so cool to me uh, so kudos to you because I, I was you were reading that when we first I think I think when we were like first starting out mm-hmm. um, with this podcast and you were way into volume one and I was like yeah, I'm not going to read that and then I ended up picking up in a trade and I was like dude why did I not read this, like, this so was, good. it was great and then um, I think I was talking to Ross about this before we got on here but another one that um, three issues uh, a vicious circle oh, I think it's the, the I can't wait for the last one I thought it was supposed to come out this year um, I thought it was like three issues all in this year yeah. but it's, it's kind of weird how they lay that one out um, but that one is such a fun book I'm looking forward to the rest of that one coming out I think yeah. Ross you said what January is supposed to come out I think so yeah those are just a few that I've got rolling around my head Heck yeah, dude. Hey, Ross, I'll jump in real quick because I know you got some ongoings you want to mention as well. And I'll keep mine brief because a lot of my, uh, what is what is this called again? Honorable uh, mentions. Ronald. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have, have made the top five. So, you know, they don't need to be uh, said again. But uh, a Marvel book that I loved so much and was fighting for that number five spot was Marvel Unleashed. Mm, uh, yes, I yes. think it needs to be mentioned because I think anybody and everybody should read this. It was such a cool story. Uh, we talked about it on Anunnaki. So go back and, and jam that episode. But really cool morals, really cool thing about found family and fighting through adversity. And uh, I, I just thought it was amazing from beginning to end. And I was stoked to be able to chat with uh, with you this year, Ross. Yeah, dude. I actually have uh, another Kyle Starks book on my list too. But uh, yeah, Marvel Unleashed um, and I Hate This Place, which I know Monk loved and I loved as well. That Those were two honorable mentions as well as Know Your Station, um, How I Became a Shoplifter, which I loved, which I almost had as my number five, but it like literally Spy Superb beat it out at the end. Um, it was it's such a good book. If you want to pick up a Sumerian book and support an independent, How I Became a Shoplifter. Um I cannot find I kept it seeing anywhere, that one pop dude. up on my Instagram. It was so good. It's, it's like it basically. Can you so, photocopy it and send it to me? Because I want to read it so bad. Uh, you know what? I'm going to message Tom Brayfogel and I'll ask him. Ask him he, if he, I can, uh, if he has a he personal it, stock every, I can buy. He it wrote it, but everybody else, like there's so many different artists who did it because it's like yeah. mini, miniature stories inside of it. And it was so good. Um, a Vicious Circle I was going to put on the list again because it doesn't come out till 
the last issue doesn't come out till next year, so it would be on next year. And Deep Cuts, same thing. Um, Nobody's Girls was also there. It was in my top 10, but didn't just make this. And then I do have a couple books that are were in... Oh, and Clobber in Time. I loved Clobber in Time. I was time. really yeah. surprised, yeah, dude, yeah, yeah, that yeah, Clobber in Time wasn't on the top five. No, no, I, I know, like before I know, we I started, it. I, I was it. convinced that that was the one Marvel book no, that was going to be on your list. I know. It was, it was in, it was in that, that like realm of books. Um, but my books that I had for my, um, my top books for the ongoings, um, I had Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. What's the Furthest Place from Here, and the, um, uh, God, why am I forgetting it? The Christopher Chaos book, mm. whatever, however, however that goes, but that's a great book. That the should Curious be Curious Life up. of Christopher Chaos or something like that. So, something like that. It's, it's so good. And, uh, I met Tate Bromble at New York Comic Con and, uh, such a nice guy. And I think that that's a book that everybody, it's like, it has, there's a vampire kid, there's a Frankenstein kid. There's just like, it's it's just a, it's such an excellent story, and I think that everybody needs to read it. And Know Your Station was in my top ten, um, but it's funny. I listened to Monk talk about it a little bit more on the their episode, and it reminded me of the things I didn't like about it as much as I loved it, and it pushed it out of the top five to make room for Spy Superb. So. Yeah, yeah. That's basically where I am, and uh, I'm looking forward. There's so many good books coming out next year. Uh, Dude, yeah, that and, was my next question. And, That's my next I question. I got some good ones. What are you guys there's, looking there's books forward that are ending to? Ending in January. That's the problem. There's yeah, so yeah. many books. Yeah. As far as like looking forward to, what's some of the like name a few that you're looking forward to? Like next year, like coming up. Let me hear. That, hey, yeah. That's on my. I'm looking forward to beneath Listen, the trees so where good. nobody I sees. Mean, a, 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 anthropomorphic figures. Yes. <laughs> like I was like, I know Dude. that that's like Dexter. That's what we're like, wild end. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to that. Some ones I'm looking forward to for next year to kind of just see how they go. Not necessarily that are beginning, but I, I'm really curious to see how Edenwood goes. The Tony S. Daniel story. It started mm. out really interesting. I'm excited to see how how that plays out. Um. I, I don't know if the madness has ended yet. I no, know it hasn't. It may... It's eight issues. So that's yeah. one of the reasons I didn't put that on here. The madness, um, the ribbon queen, neither yes, of those end. Both end of those. Yet. So there's I'm still really so curious. many more. There's still so many more issues of those. And I like yeah. both of them. Um, I'm really enjoying nights a lot from image right now. Uh, so I'm curious to see how that goes. Uh, I'm very excited to keep up with transformers. OBS. Oh, yeah. But my number one looking forward to, which is new, because only the first issue is out, and it blew my mind. Which one? And it's probably, after one issue, I'm telling you right now, guys, when we meet back here next year. It's going to be a top fiver? Petrol Head is probably oh, going to be yeah. in my top five, dude. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> I agree. Petrol Head has been it was awesome. Um, I'll have to pick I'll, that one I'll, up. I'll, I'll throw out the Ministry of Compliance if you guys haven't picked that up. Oh, I wanted to read that. I, it's I messaged another, you I, about that one. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's another IDW book. IDW is going to be king. Yep. It's like Aftershock for 2024. Okay. And uh, there's a book coming out that uh, I don't know if either of you have heard of, but uh, I won't give anything away. I'll just say it's called Masterpiece. Hmm. And uh, yeah, <laughs> that works. Hmm. 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 all right um, um i'm nice. gonna tell you that that's a book that hasn't come out yet that comes out in 2024 that i think you guys would both um enjoy but yeah i agree petrol head 
and, and uh, I'm, I'm excited for that. I'm going to go pick up Ministry Compliance is what I'm going to go do. Because I, me- I, I messaged you that, on that one. That book is wild. Uh, I'm going to check it I don't know it out. about it. The covers it's, look so cool. It's wild. So I'm, I'm yeah, I'm going to put that one on my looking All I want to just list. say is I'm not going to give anything away because you want to know what this gives people wanting more. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm just telling you, you'll, you'll read issue one and probably issue two by the next time you guys ha- have another episode. And uh, if you guys can pick up one and two, you guys can talk about it. Yeah. I think, right. I think, I think you'll, you'll like it. Dude, I'm looking, there's a book coming out from Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips. It's actually, mm. they're, they're releasing like the whole book. And I think it actually comes out this month. It's called Where the Body Was. And Stoked. it's supposed to be like this crazy, like intertwined, something they've never done before, like murder mystery, like, mm-hmm. and it's from like five different people's point of view. And they're trying to like piece it all together. It looks really cool. It's going to be crazy. so good. Um, I'm looking forward to obviously more Lonesome Hunters. Um, and then I'm looking forward to uh, Ghost Machine. We yeah. talked about it a little bit. Um, I picked up a whole bunch of those from uh, New York Comic Con. I haven't read did them you? yet. Yeah, they, they right. had a whole Ghost Machine booth. Yeah, you're mm. gonna have to let me know because they're like combining a bunch. Like it's gonna yeah, be like a big Junker world. Joe and yep, yep, Geiger. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to checking that out. I think that comes out in the first like I don't know two or three months of next year. They're gonna start releasing stuff from that. And then to get on the Marvel train, um, and because my lo- son just loves Spider-Man, uh, Cody Ziegler, he's doing a, I think he's currently writing the Miles Morales run, which I read the first arc and I really liked it. And I was collecting like the, the they were doing the covers that were like the, the graffiti art from like the Miles Morales movie. They were so rad. But anyways, he's doing a Spider-Punk um, run. Oh, nice. And it looks so fun. And my son loves Spider Punk and he loves Spider Man. So I'm going to check that out. And um, yeah, should be cool. Sweet. Right on, dude. Anyway, what a fun, what a fun day. Yeah. Gentlemen, I just want to say it's been another good year. Ross, you've been officially added as a co host of the CBL. <laughs> I think we've done like, I don't even know how many now, six or seven, I think, Unagis. Oh, I don't know. All together. And uh, <laughs> so this is the three of us rocking and holding it down. It's been a cool year for us. We've read a lot of cool books and uh, got to hang out a lot, talk comic books. What's better than that? Yeah, nothing. <laughs> he said nothing's nothing. better than that. <laughs> I love he it, man. It so quick, too. I love it. He didn't even have to think about it. Oh, well, right guys, on. we will be breaking for a month, so it's been nice to to come here and give people some ideas for their Christmas shopping, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, let's go. That's a good idea. But uh, we will be back January. I think Ross and I will still do a Nagi in December. I think we're doing that, right? Yeah, we'll do. I think we'll do one episode of Nagi okay. in December. And then, um, yeah, we'll be back hanging in the lair. I was going to say something I should not have said, and I'm glad I did. I kind of, I could know what you were going to say. <laughs> we'll keep it for another time. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, guys, uh, I don't know. I don't, I haven't even looked at what's coming out this week. Me so neither. If, if anybody wants to mention anything, you can. If not, Ray, how can people follow us? Listen, until and, next uh, time. All that good stuff. <laughs> Until next time, go check us out over at uh, Instagram at the Comic Book Lair. Um, we'll be still posting stuff for the month of December, so um, check it out. Check it out. Uh, head over to Discord. Um, come meet us over there. We love to uh, chat comics, see what you're reading. Um, share our podcast with a friend. Yeah. You know what? You got it all December. Don't keep us to yourself. Yeah. 
spread the spread the news of the top five that'll lair and Ross here. We got a good top five, everybody. Um, but yeah, we appreciate you guys. Uh, and Ross, where can they where can they find you? You are always posting awesome uh, stuff, Genitonics or Genicomics, I should say. Genitonics comics, yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm uh, no, I'm Red Optical Corp on uh, Instagram, and I have been posting on TikTok lately because I've been oh, posting right. random videos. Um, at Red I love your videos. And yeah, I just make crazy videos. Today I made one of a, a racetrack with a, a car flying down and I played an Andrew WK track, which hasn't been heard in about 20 years because <laughs> that's how old I am. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, I, um, I'd i say what Ray just said, check out the books that we just mentioned. If you haven't read any of them, yeah. go check them out and rejoin us back in the new year. Um, see, see, see if you like them and comment, come in, yeah. hang out. Heck yeah. And just a heads up, and as a reminder, check out our buddy Frank over at Coffee and a Comic. Oh, for any Christmas gifts you're looking to get, anything you need to Go get set up Frank. like a pool. And he just had some bad, a bad string of luck, a yep. bad string of luck, however you would say it. So go support the guy. Send your love. He's a rad dude doing rad things. And uh, yeah, show yeah. some love to Go Frank support him this for holiday sure. season. Anyways, enjoy the months of the December. Enjoy family time. And uh, we'll see y'all next year. Heck yeah, buddy. Ross, take us out of here. Uh, oh, keep reading comics. No. Is that no. what I'm supposed to say? Or am I supposed to say, Cowabunga, dudes? <laughs> dudes? Dudes? I, nerds? You're fired, bro. Oh, you're fired. fired. That's it. <laughs> Just fire me out of a cannon. Cowabunga, nerds. Like the sound of the Comic Book Layer podcast? Our audio production is provided by Rosecat Audio. Check out Rosecat Audio at rosecataudio.com. R-O-S-E-K-A-T audio.com.